Joseph Stanley here with Rooted27. We are a podcast ministry of Red House Baptist Church. You may be wondering, what does Rooted27 mean? What, what, is that, what is the purpose of uh, our podcast, and uh, what, what are we doing here? Our name, Rooted27, is based upon Colossians 2.7, uh, which speaks of our lives becoming uh, rooted and grounded in Jesus Christ, uh, that we may continue to build on a solid foundation, that our faith may be strengthened. So our goal uh, here... For this podcast ministry is that the listeners will become rooted and grounded in their faith, uh, that they will get uh, a theological understanding of the truth that is sound, and uh, that they will listen to things that is timely uh, for the days that we're living in uh, that they can apply to their life, uh, which will also hopefully be an encouragement to them, uh, which will help them become more rooted in their faith and help them to be more grounded in Jesus Christ so that their lives can continue to grow and uh, become stronger as the days go by, because we really do need Christians who are strong in their faith. We need to be Christians who who know who we are and uh, know what we believe and why we believe it. Uh, A lot of times we go to church and we know that we know the routine of going to church and we know all the things we're supposed to say that we believe, but we really don't know why. And we don't really know how we're supposed to live and how the Bible expects us to live as Christians. So uh, that is our hope for this uh, ministry, that it will help you and it will be a service uh, to you throughout this uh, time. So today, uh, if you haven't noticed already, we're in the middle of election season. Uh, and I, I'm not talking about politics today, but maybe get you thinking for a moment. Uh, there's a lot of talk happening. If you turn on the news, people are talking, words are being spoken. Uh, You may have watched a few of the presidential debates, and and words are being used there. If you look on social media, people are making Facebook posts and and whatnot about using different words uh, to communicate. But as Christians, uh, I think it would be a good idea, especially during this time, if uh, we take a moment to look at the Bible and to see what it says about our words. Uh, How are we to be communicating with one another? How are we to be talking what our speech is to consist of, not only the words we're using, but how we're saying it. Because uh, the Bible speaks a lot on communication, on our speech, uh, and on our words. Uh, so I think it would be beneficial as Christians if we want to live uh, you know, our lives to the glory of God. That's, that's what we're expected to do. We're, to, everything we do is to be for God's glory. Then our speech, our words, uh, it also needs to be Uh, for God's glory. And while it may be tempting sometimes to say things uh, just out of anger, say things just to people we disagree with, just to, and sometimes it's good to speak the truth, but sometimes we can come off as being rude or obnoxious or arrogant. And and we don't want any of those things to be found in our lives as Christians. Uh, So it's it's a good idea that we look to the Bible and see what the Bible teaches us. Uh, You know, I think about the Bible says in Proverbs 18:21 that death and life are in the power of the tongue. So that tells me that our words are powerful. If you think about 
wars that's broken out between countries. If you think about maybe marriages that's been split and homes that have been broken, even churches that have been split, people that's had arguments and problems. It's all began with a war of words. It's all started out with our communication uh, with one another. So words are powerful. And words can be used for good, and, and they can be used to help, or they can also be used to destroy. They can use to hurt. Because death and life are in the power of the tongue. And when, when the Bible says uh, that word tongue, it's referring to what words, our speech, our communication, how we're talking or writing to one another, and what we're communicating. So death can be in the power of our words. So we can use our words to bring people down. We can use our words uh, to lie, tell lies, to bear false witness, to do some type of character assassination, and to tear one another down. That's, that's how we can produce death with our words. Even falsely accusing someone of something they didn't do, that could bring death, that could bring destruction. Uh, tearing someone down, not encouraging them, that can bring death. Uh, but the Bible also says that life is in the power of tongues. So just as we can use our words to destroy, we can also use our words uh, to help, to encourage, to, to mend things that are broken. Uh, we can use our words to bring peace and unity. But how are you using your words today? And, and to be honest with you, as I uh, read what the Bible has to say about our words and our speech. And I was surprised, first off, to see how much the Bible talks about this subject, how many scriptures there are from the Old Testament into the New Testament dealing with our speech and our words and how we're communicating. I was surprised by how many verses spoke to this issue, but I was also convicted because I realized this is a, a, probably a universal problem where everyone struggles with. And, and as we dig deeper into this, it reveals that we have a deeper problem where there's something wrong with our words, when there's something wrong with how we're communicating uh, with one another. Because our words are powerful. They can bring death and they can bring life. Uh, I think it's interesting in the book of James, chapter 3, uh, it compares the tongue, our words, to a fire. And it, and it compares to a, a little fire in the middle of a, a big forest, but a little fire can cause a complete forest to burn to the ground. Just all started by a little fire. That's the same way our words, that's the same effect the things we say can have on a person, on a country, on a church, and on a family. While it might be a little fire, it can cause a lot of damage. So our words are powerful. So how are you using your words? I, I, I've been convicted in thinking about my own words. I've been convicted in thinking about the things that I say and making sure that I'm honoring God in how I'm talking and how I'm speaking uh, to others, about others. You know, you might uh, talk to someone and it, you may come off to as being nice as can be to that person. But behind closed doors, are you bringing death to that person or life? Are you destroying them? Are encouraging them? Are you talking good about them or tearing them down? And if, if our words are not appropriate, if our words are not pleasing to God, it reveals a deeper issues. Our words reveal something uh, about who we are. 
what we think, what's deeper within our hearts. And uh, that's not just Joseph Stanley coming up with that idea. That's something that Jesus said himself while he was here on this earth. In uh, Matthew 15, verses 18 through 19, he says, Jesus said, but what comes out of the mouth comes from the heart. Now, when I read that, I was convicted because what's coming out of my mouth is coming from my heart. So is something that's dishonoring to God is coming out of my mouth? That means something that's dishonoring to God is in my heart. So if someone tells a lie, that reveals that they must have a heart that is filled with the sin of lying. If someone is constantly complaining, they must have an unthankful heart. If someone is constantly cursing and tearing others down, they must have a heart that's filled with bitterness and unforgiveness. So, so our hearts reveal the sin uh, that is within us. It shows us who we really are. So what does your word say about you? Like I said, it convicted me to think, wow, everything that I say is not just me randomly saying it. It's coming from me, who Joseph Stanley is deep on the inside. It, it, your words it could almost be considered a, a window into your heart. They reveal your true identity. And I know we're all sinners. We have all fallen short of the glory of God. But uh, you can think of things you say right now. You may gossip, may complain, you may lie, you may tear others down. What kind of heart is that coming from? Where, what's, what's going on in uh, your life at this moment? And w- what areas needs to be worked on uh, with your words? Because, like I said, your words reveal who you really are on the inside. Uh, they reveal the true condition of your heart. And sometimes our heart... We think we're in a good shape. Uh, we think, oh, everything's fine in my life. Uh, like me, you may go to church every Sunday. You may be very consistent in your Bible reading. You know, sometimes if, if I'm in, man, I've read the Bible every this day this week. I went to church. I prayed. And you feel good about yourself. But then ask, well, what's changed about my speech? What's changed about the way I uh, communicate with other people? And if I think about the way I'm communicating, then it'll bring me back down real quick and reveal, hey, you still have sin in your life. You're not perfect. And you still need the grace of God. You still need the help of God, no matter what uh, you may think. So if our words reveal uh, something about us, the Bible also gives us some instruction of how we are to speak. Because sometimes we just speak so quickly. We uh, just say things, the first thing that comes to our mind, and we really don't, you know, I don't think we put much emphasis sometimes on what we're saying, but we should. We should. The Bible says that we should be quick to listen and slow to speak. Over in the book of James, chapter 1, verse 19, James actually is interesting because it talks a lot about our speech. Uh, much of James 3 is talking about how powerful a person's words are. But the Bible says be quick to listen and slow to speak. And if you're like me, I always want to tell my opinion, especially if somebody I disagree with. Man, if I hear someone say something wrong, I want to let them know. I want to tell them 
if they're wrong in their, what they're saying. And I may be right. I may have the truth on my side, and I believe we should speak the truth. I don't think we should shun away from it, especially when it has to do with the Bible or with uh, Christianity. We should be concerned with telling the truth. But we need to make sure that what we're communicating, the way we are communicating, is going to be pleasing to God. So we need to be quick to listen, even with those we disagree with. Even when someone says something that we don't like, even when someone you feel like is attacking you with their words, listen. You don't have to talk. You don't have to speak right away. The Bible says be slow to speak. If you're in an argument with someone and you think you're having a heated discussion, we'll say, and someone says something against you, immediately you're going to want to respond. You're going to want to tell them something different. You're going to want to attack back. But if we're following the Bible's instruction, we're going to be slow to speak. We're going to be thinking through what we should say and how we should say it. Another reason I think it's important that we be slow to speak is if we stop and think about what we're about ready to say, we can filter it through the Bible. And if we're Christians... You can filter it through a Christian worldview, and you can say, okay, is God going to be pleased with what I'm about to say? Are my words going to honor Him and glorify Him and bring praise to Him? Or are my words going to bring dishonor to Him? Am I going to be sinning with my mouth as I speak? So we need to be slow to speak, thoughtful about our words. And, and, you know, especially during our time we're living in, our country has endured a lot. And everyone's got opinions on pretty much everything. But and, and to me, I see this more than anything on social media. People are posting constantly, telling about their lives, telling about uh, what's happening around them. And, and some things on social media are good. And, and don't think by any means that I'm saying social media is bad because I would be the biggest hypocrite in the world uh, because I use social media. I have used multiple of the different options of social media. So I'm not saying it's bad whatsoever, but that principle of being slow to speak should be applied to being slow to type, slow to post. Do we think what we're about ready to say in that post, because while you may not be speaking the words, you're writing them, and that's just the same thing as talking. Is it going to be glorifying to God? Is it going to be tearing down another person? You know, our words affect people. Our words affect ourselves as well, but they affect other people. And whether you agree with another person or not, you have to remember they were created in the image of God just as you were. Sometimes we forget that. Sometimes we think that we're the ones that's important. We're the ones that's loved by God, but the Bible says God so loved the world that he gave his only son. So, I mean, everyone has value. Everyone has worth. So while their opinion may be wrong and their opinion may contradict the word of God, we need to be uh, thoughtful in how we're using social media. Are we using it to encourage? Are we using it to lift others up? Are we using it to help? Are we using it to tear down? You know, as I said earlier that life and death or in the power of the tongue. So are we using our words that we post on social media? Are we using it to bring life or death? Uh, and especially, like I said, in, in the age that we're living in, the time with the election around the corner, everyone has an opinion right now. 
But make sure we're sharing that opinion appropriately. Make sure we're still letting our light shine. And if there's anything going to be posted or, or commented that would darken that light that were to be shining, we ought to avoid it. We ought to apply what the Bible says and be slow to speak. Think about what you're going to say. Another aspect of social media I think that we sometimes forget about is, although we not, might not be words, but even each and every part of, of how we use and function on social media is important for us to consider, like, are we communicating pride? Are we communicating arrogance? And communicating goes beyond words. It can be a picture. It can be uh, telling about your life. It's a lot of different ways we communicate, but what are we communicating to others? What are we communicating about ourselves? And as I said earlier, what we communicate reveals something in our heart. It reveals uh, who we are. So we could follow what Proverbs 10:19 says, when there are many words, sin is unavoidable. But the one who controls his lips is prudent. So when we keep talking and we don't ever practice the principle of being slow to speak, and, and I think I have to put this to practice in my own life more because I've seen areas that I'm not listening, if I'm being honest with you. I'm not uh, following as well as I should be because as I keep speaking without thinking it through, you're going to eventually sin. You're going to eventually say something to someone that's going to hurt them. You're going to discourage someone. You're going to end up lying, uh, gossiping. That's tearing someone else down, and that's hurting another human being that has been created in the image of God, who has value and has worth. So we need to slow to speak. Think about what we say. Be wise. And and while it, it may be hard sometimes, we have the Bible to guide us through the process. We're not just... God didn't just leave us here alone to, to figure it out. Uh, God gave us direction, and he, he gave us help for what we should be doing with our lives. And also think, well, how, you know, you may be thinking in your mind, and I thought this as I was studying, okay, we see the problem. The problem is we all have issues with our words. <laughs> uh, we all have issues. Someone may lie, someone may gossip, someone may be complaining, someone may be tearing other people down. I don't know what how you're using your words. Everyone has different issues, different sin problems, temptations, etc. But what do we what do we do about it? How, how do we solve this issue that seems so powerful in our lives and that everyone seems to be affected by so easily? Do we just deal with it and just keep on living and say, well, I'm going to try to do better? And to be honest with you, a lot of times when we say we're going to try to do better, we don't do any better. So what are we to do? Well, the Bible says in James 3, uh, 6 that the tongue is a fire. And then in verse 7, it says that every kind of animal, if you think about birds and fish and, and lions, and you can, you can control those animals in a certain way, and they can even be tamed at times. Then it says that the tongue, no one can tame it. It's an unruly evil full of deadly poison. Well, that's kind of disheartening. When I read that, it was a little disheartening to me. I said, well, God, I want to do better in my speech and my words, but your Bible says that no one can tame it. It's full of deadly poison. But then I get, began to realize that while we as human beings have an issue with self-control and have issues with how we use our words, God can help us tame our tongues. God can help us tame, tame our words 
that they can be brought, filtered through the Word of God so that we can be speaking things that are bringing life and bringing glory uh, to God. So how do we tame this deadly poison? How do, we, how do we get it under control? How do we tame our tongues? It has to come from God. It is by the grace of God, with the help of God. We can't do it on our own because we end up being, even when we try, we end up being hypocrites. Uh, it says in James 3, 9, with the tongue we bless our Lord and Father and with it we curse people who are made in God's likeness. Blessing and cursing come out of the same mouth my brothers and sisters, these things should not be this way. So, really it's saying, okay, well, with one way, we're, we're praising God, you're blessing God, you're saying, thank you, God, I praise you, and we're singing songs of worship. And with those same, that same mouth, we're tearing other people down, we're sinning against others, we're lying, we're hurting other people. That is wrong. We can't say we're blessing God while cursing people who are created in the image of God. We can't be doing that in our lives. But any attempt to control that without God, we're going to fail. So we must start with God admitting that we have a problem, admitting that we need help. We all do. But it starts with us humbling ourselves before him and say, Okay, God, I have an issue. First off, there's sin in my heart, and that sin in my heart is revealing, is being revealed by the words that I speak. So I need help to overcome it. And you can ask God, God, help me to let my words and my thoughts and be consumed by you. That everything that I say would be bringing life, would bring peace and unity and, and help. That I would speak truth, but speak it in love. Uh, I think we can speak the truth. We don't have to be hateful about it. We don't have to be rude or arrogant. We can speak it in a loving way, following our Lord and Savior's example that He uh, set for us. And secondly, I think we can apply the Bible to our lives. Uh, you know, I was challenged as I read the various scriptures all throughout the Bible that talks about our speech. And I would challenge you, whoever's listening, to do the same. Go to your Bible. Uh, you can pull out your phone. Google Bible verses that talk about our words, and there's hundreds of verses, and read them. Read them daily. Pick one or two to read daily to remind yourself to watch your words, watch the things you say, to be slow to speak. And then I think we also need to be praying. You know, if we're using our words to pray to God, and we're using those words to, to pray for others, I think it will help us avoid gossiping, complaining, lying, because instead we're using our mouths for the glory of God in worship and in praise to Him through uh, prayer. So we need to be watching our words and thinking about what we're saying, especially in the days ahead. Uh, we could be participating uh, in the election, the election, we can be voting. You can even state your opinion. That's fine. No, no one has an issue with that. But we need to make sure that we're staying biblical. Because above all else, what matters is our standing with God and our relationship with Him. So like I said, we, we don't know what the future holds for our country. 
I, and I, it is my prayer and my hope that we have great days ahead. Regardless of what happens, as a Christian, if you're a Christian and you're listening today, your first duty is to be true to God and to follow His Word. And that needs to start with our words that we're using, how we talk about one another, how we communicate, whether that be person to person, whether that be behind someone's back, or even on social media. And we need to be praying for each other. Even if someone hurts you and you want to attack them back and you want to say them, you want to get them back and tell them something that's going to make them mad, it'd be good if we stopped and prayed for them first. And that might deter us from using words that we shouldn't. We definitely need the help of God. And uh, we need to be looking to Him regardless of what's happening around us and make sure our focus remains upon Him in all that we do and all that we say so that we'll be bringing uh, glory to God. There's a verse that I, that I would think is very good to uh, close with in Psalm 141.3. And it could be our prayer. It's my prayer. A lot of times, Lord, set a guard for my mouth. Keep watch at the door of my lips. Set a guard on my mouth and keep watch at the door of my lips so that everything that's coming out of my mouth Lord, that it will bring glory and honor to you. So I hope that today, uh, that this has been a blessing to you, that, that it, you will become more mindful of your, the words that you use, that it will help you to become more rooted and grounded in Jesus Christ, that your life will continue to grow and flourish as a Christian. And uh, if you ever have any questions or comments you'd like to add, you can be sure to comment. If you're on Facebook, comment. Uh, on the section below. That, and if you have any questions about today's subject as well, we'd be glad to uh, help them be answered for you.